thunders rise Laying in the bed with bloodshot eyes Late in the evening when the sun sinks low That's about the time my rooster crows I got women up and down this creek And keep me going and my engine clean Run me ragged but I don't fret Cause there ain't been one slow me down none yet Get me drinking that moonshine Get me higher than the grocery bill Take my trouble to the high wall Go in the river and get your bill We've been sniffing that cocaine Ain't nothing better when the wind cuts cold Lord, it's a mighty hard living But a damn good feeling to run these roads People try to tell me red Keep this living and you wind up dead Cast your troubles on the Lord of Lords Wind up laying on the cooling board But I got buddies up White House Road and keep me strutting when my feet hang low Rock gut whiskey gonna ease my pain And all this running's gonna keep me sane Get me drinking that moonshine Get me higher than the grocery bill Take my troubles to the high wall Throw them in the river and get your fill We've been sniffing that cocaine Ain't nothing better when the wind cuts cold Lord, it's a mighty hard living But a damn good feeling to run these roads It's a damn good feeling to run these roads G'day, how you going? Welcome to episode number 39 of the Average Man Podcast, White House Road. I would like to shout out, as always, to Two-Way Hire Services. Two-Way Hire Services is your family-owned and operated two-way radio supplier. They ship throughout WA free of charge, so whether you need a handheld portable radio, CB radio for your vehicle, or an antenna, Two-Way Hire Services will keep you connected. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, or www.com twhs.com.au. Also, I'd like to shout out to Captured by Carlos. Um, Captured by Carlos is a local photographer doing landscapes, commercial jobs, and drone photos. He does small video edits and family portraits. Um, you can check him out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Also, um, I've had Carlos on the podcast a couple of times, so you can also go back and listen to some of those conversations I've had with him and see what he's all about. Um, I'd like to shout out to PCC Productions, the audiovisual specialists up here in the Pilbara. Uh, PCC are a company that thrives on making Headland an awesome place to live through epic live events and supporting local musicians. Check them out at Facebook, Instagram, or www.pccproductions.com.au. And I'd like to shout out to Ironworks Gym in Port Headland. 
They are a functional fitness studio incorporating Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, gymnastics, and plyos, plyos and cardio. Uh, they are all about having a strong community of like-minded people who help support, motivate, and push members to their full potential. They cater for all people of all shapes and sizes, no matter what fitness level they're in. And uh, their motto is, we are dedicated, we are determined, we are iron strong. I went down and checked out uh, the the, the uh, Ironworks gym on Saturday morning. They had a barbecue. I bring a friend barbecue there at their joint on Anderson Street. And, yeah, went down and said g'day to Abraham and his wife and um, had a bit of a look around and a geese to get to get a feel for what they're doing over there. And it's, um, it's a really good setup, man. Uh you know, it's I've just read out the kind of fitness uh, that they do. Their functional fitness, CrossFit style workouts, uh, group workouts. And it's a really good space that they've got there. A nice hardcore, old school looking looking gym, which I really like. Uh, the feel and the look of a gym that's actually had had work done in it. You can tell people have been working in there, and they've got a space in the car park next to uh, the the inside gym area as well where they can do like circuit training and shit out there uh, also a bunch of good good equipment and a, a really good facility they've got a bit of a crash there tv and, and play area set up for the kids so you can go down and take your take the young ones and shove them in a room there while you while you get your workout done and um just a really good positive vibe over there and i'm uh, really excited to see people in the community doing doing that you know like there's some um, some really cool gyms and, and things going on around um around town and um you, you just got to Hats off to people who like that who are going to take on a project like that. It's a it's a lifestyle. It's it's really you know they're there basically every day, um, you know, and it, it's a lot of work to run something like that. So um, I really my hat goes off to people who are, who are putting in that effort and and helping supply those options for people around town. You know, you can get in there and get involved in group functional fitness style workouts. And um, I'm going to get myself down there and do some of the early morning session ones as well. I think for a bit of extra motivation, a bit of a push, a bit of um, something different for myself. So get down and check out the boys and girls at Ironworks stu- uh, Gym over in um, on Anderson Street in Port Hedland. Uh, they open pretty early, 5 a.m. in the morning. It's their first class they run right through till I think the last one's about 6 p.m. in the evening. So you've got a lot of chances to get in there and, and get your work in, um, get hold of those lads and ladies on Facebook or Instagram. So shout-outs uh, done and dusted. Um, it is Monday the 17th of June. I've uh, had a bit of a half day of work today uh, as I have the in-laws in town. So I thought I'd uh, take the rest of the day off and, and spend a bit more time with them and, and show them around and, and get outside and um, yeah, just spend a bit of quality time with them. But I did have to go into work this morning to get a few bits and pieces done. And uh, I've come home and they're out, they're out over in South at the swimming lessons and stuff for my daughter and scratching around at the shop. So I thought, you know what, this is the perfect time to pump out a sneaky podcast. So here I am. Doing the damn thing. Now, as I said, I went over to Ironworks on Saturday morning and um, said g'day to Ebbs and his wife Kate there and had a bit of a look around, pretty impressed with what they're doing over there. I really wanted to go and, and check it out. So when I give them a shout out, I'm not just reading something off paper. I can say I've been over there myself and had a look and, and um, give you a bit more of an authentic uh, shout out to those guys. So pretty cool what they're doing over there. And, and yeah, um, I, as I said, I, I really appreciate what people, you know, people who are willing to put all that time and effort into a project like that that really does take up. You know, it's a lifestyle thing. You're not just doing that sort of in your spare time. It's a big, it's a big um, commitment. So shout out to those those guys over there. And I'd like to also shout out to um, – well, not shout out. I'm just talking now. But um, I'd like to say I went and seen – after I saw the guys at Ironworks, I went and checked um, – had a chat with um, Natasha 
Natasha Brady from Telling Designs. And um, basically, we're looking at um, at doing up a logo for for the Average Man podcast, and obviously, you know, some little bits of merch and things like that go with it, business cards and stubby holders and some stickers and and, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, looking to make these things look a little bit more professional and, and hopefully get a bit more of a, an online um, presence through um, some of some of her uh, through the help that she can she can give me and um, her um, connections online and things like that as well and just keep building on that that local um, net network that I've been talking about getting happening in town with other businesses. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, we're like I said, I just spoke to her on Saturday, so I need to um, make the decision about going ahead with that and, and get hold of her. And, and um, yeah, uh, pretty excited about that one too. Um, you know, uh, I ran through the little design logo that I've got made up at the moment, and, and we had uh, my vision for the podcast and what I'm all about and what, what my inspirations are and, and all that you know, all that kind of thing. My, my motivation and mentors and all that sort of sort of good stuff so um be interested to to get that the ball rolling on that one and, and see what what Natasha can, can come up with um yeah pretty uh, pretty excited about that it's cool to make things a little bit more official a bit more professional and then uh, hopefully get a better system of posting the podcasts online as well so to make it easier for people just to be able to click on the the link and um take them straight to the podcast from uh, wherever they listen to it because I know there's a little bit of a clunky way that we're doing that online at the moment with um, the link going to the app that not everyone has and some people listen through Spotify, some through Apple Podcasts, some through iTunes, all, all different ways of doing that. So we need to get a, around that little hurdle. And, and um, yeah, she's got some ideas to help me with with that. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, she's helped out other people in town that I know as well. She's uh, worked with Carlos from Captured by Carlos and my mates from um, Shafted Spearfishing. Shout out to Luki and Zan from Shafted. She's worked with them, designed their logo also. So I know her, her, her um, work's high quality. I've seen what she's um, what she's uh, capable of coming up with. So I'd be pretty interested to see what she can do for the old average man. Um, yeah, so as I mentioned, I've got the in-laws in town this weekend and we really just had um, a lazy weekend, you know. have been pretty busy lately and – um, sometimes you feel like when people come to town, you've got to plan all these things and get out and show them around and go here and go there and and fill the you know fill the weekend up to keep them sort of entertained and whatnot. But we've kind of gone the other way uh, with it this time, which has been quite nice. They've driven up here in the uh, in the old caravan and parked in the yard here, and we've just sort of had a real lazy lazy weekend. Um, sat around the fire pit on Friday night, had a few drinks, a bit of a late night. Got up Saturday, as I said, I went to Ironworks and then to Telling Designs and then came home. Just We just hung out around the place here, you know, did nothing much in particular, hung out with the kids. And um, Saturday afternoon we had a party we were supposed to go to, but we were all just sort of a bit tired and feeling lazy, so we kind of pulled the pin on that one and just hung out, did nothing much, watched a bit of footy and watched a movie that night. It was cool. It was a good, nice, relaxed one. Yesterday we went down to... Uh, the Esplanade for for like a bit of a lunch. We just sort of had a snack plate type of lunch. Took the kids down and and uh, there was a, some markets on there. So my wife and, and mother in law wanted to check out the markets. You know, as women tend to do, they love that shit. And me and the father in law and the kids sort of just kicked back and had a had a pint and, and uh, soaked up some sun rays, man. So it was a bit of a small market. It wasn't 
I think they're just sort of starting it, trolling it out. This market at the Esplanade, there definitely is uh, room to improve there and work on it. And I know there's some other markets coming tomorrow evening, the Staircase to the Moon markets over in Prettypool. So and my mother-in-law is actually setting up a stall there. Uh, her and the her and the father-in-law have been making a bunch of they're full-blown grandparents now, you know, like Nana and Nana and Pa stuff. They've been making these um, wood and wool creations, which is the little name of their their business going on that they've got going on. They've been making these wooden wool sort of creations uh, while they've been down in Perth, and they've brought a bunch of them up to sell here in town. They've sold a bunch through Facebook, and we did a little stall at our house on Saturday, and they're going down to the uh, staircase to the moon markets tomorrow. I've owed it to hopefully get rid of a bit more. So. Um, the mother-in-law is making has made uh, these knitted shawls, throw like throws, I guess you call them, or shawls, and a um, bunch of terrariums. And what else did she have? She got terrariums and the throws. And then I know that the um, father-in-law Tony's got he's made these chopping board like cheese board like resin. What do you call? They got like a a resin set into them these cheese boards uh, with a bunch of different colors and sort of cool patterns and swirls through them and they're quite nice they've been selling really well actually um you can go on to facebook and, and check that out they've been advertising on the headland for sale page and stuff like that and uh, i think they might make a few of them and even be able to sort of mail them up to headland if people continue to want to buy them because they seem to have done pretty well in town so yeah we'll be going down and setting up a stall tomorrow afternoon evening and hopefully they can get rid of some more of that stuff but um yeah, I don't know. I'll probably stay home with the kids. You know, someone's got to someone's got to hang out with the kids at home and get them fed and bathed and all that. So, unfortunately, I might uh, I might have to miss the old markets. But um, yeah, we've uh, just been having a quiet one, mate. Sitting back, having the fire pit going. As I said, had the fire pit going again last night, which is always great. But there's like a double edged sword because I love sitting outside having a beer and watching the flames and you know soaking up a bit of the heat. But the other thing I tend to soak up, especially with the old dreadlocks, is um, the smoke, man. The smoke just just filters through and, like, it's basically got to wash my dreads every time I sit around the fire, man, which can be a hassle. Like, I can't wash them at night because they won't dry before I go to bed. So I kind of got to – I wear a beanie, like an old beanie, and, you know, I always chuck old clothes on. But just the smoke, man, you know that, that when you sit near the fire, it's your clothes soak it up and then you go to hop into bed and – got to have a shower before bed and the, the old dreads are still smelling like smoke and it's a little bit of a hassle but um it's the only thing that puts me off from having a bloody fire every every night on the weekend i just love it i love sitting out there and yeah getting a bit of jarrah throw it on there and kick back and it's good good way to have a chat and and um better than just sitting inside watching tv eh? the kids love it every, every time i light the fire my kids are running around saying yeah we got marshmallows we're gonna cook marshmallows in the fire it's like hang on you don't eat bloody marshmallows every time you light a, a fire around here. It seems to be like you give the kids treats or, you know, introduce them to some sort of little special treat and then they just take it on board as that standard fair play now and that's what they think that's going to happen every single time. So you light the fire and my boy starts looking for the marshmallows and sticks and it's like, hey, calm your farm, little man. Um, so what other what do we got happening around town at the moment? I think there's a fair bit going on this time of year. I really look forward to, to – um, you know, the dry season or winter, whatever you want to call it, up here in Headland for a bunch of different reasons. Obviously, the weather's perler. Uh, it's not a, lot, a lot nicer at work. I can get outside in my garden and spend time outside. But we get so much um, of the entertainment coming through t- through town this time of year. No one wants to 
to touch us um, in summer, which is fair enough. But um, yeah, we've got a, we've got something on every weekend at the moment, and quite and sort of multiple things a lot of the time. Also, as I said, we went to the markets yesterday, but the races were also on. Um, we had the uh, public holiday a couple of two not last Monday the Monday before we had the state of the art music festival on that weekend I know there is a red dirt music festival coming up I believe that's 29th of June so that'll be is that Wednesday 29th of June that might be next weekend or the weekend after that one's coming up let's have a quick look at the old calendar so yeah not this Saturday Saturday after will be the red dirt music festival that'll be cool it's a free one at the civic center there so we can get down and check that out um, what else we got going on? The Twilight movies coming up down at down at um, Civic Center. Also, they're playing uh, Sing animated movie Sing, and I know that at the Esplanade last night they played uh, The Greatest Showman on the on the outdoor screen. They got like a blow up outdoor screen thing I saw on the the ad online. So uh, you know they had Marcus during the day, and then they got the 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 outdoor. Um, movie on there in the evening. Got the stairway to the moon market Tuesday down at the down at Pretty Pool, and there's just something going going on every every other. I think there might have even been uh, uh, West End markets on Saturday in town as well. So there's heaps of shit going on this time of year. But the big one that everyone's sort of talking about around town, and they just dropped the lineup for on Friday is the Northwest Fest. So. Um, Obviously, Northwest Fest is kind of the biggest uh, event, really, music event anyway, that we have here in town every year and gets gets the community buzzing and talking about it. Last year, as a lot of people who follow me will know, I had a, a, an interview with Hands Like Houses, which was, um, well, it was brilliant, really. I loved it. It was sort of, I'd done, it was my 11th episode, so when I approached them, I think I'd done, you know, four or five podcasts. I hit them up on social media uh, and I was pretty surprised that they got back to me and said that, yeah, that's something that they'd be interested in doing when they were in town. Um, so, yeah, I, I then gave me a little fire up my ass and get, gave me something to work towards, trying to get a bit of um, practice under my belt and a, a system going and get some confidence behind what I was doing so that when they came to town, I was I was ready to hook up with them and have a bit of a, a bit of a chat and I didn't have the right equipment to do it properly. Uh, I was very, very nervous. It was all very last minute and rushed because they weren't sure what their schedule was going to be and they kind of called me up at the last minute and said, hey, we can come over sort of now if you're ready and I had to get home and kick the, the wife and kids out and set my mic up and everything outside and had the cat walking around rubbing themselves on us while we were talking. They, they didn't seem to mind. I think the, I think the comment was that my cat was soft as soft as earlobes, which is apparently a good thing. Had the dogs sitting in the background, adding their two cents here and there. But it was really good, man. I had three members of the band and their photographer come around. The lead singer didn't come around, but I had the bassist, the drummer, and uh, the lead guitarist come around. And, um, yeah, it was just we had a really good chat. That was episode number 11. It was called Monster, yeah, which is one of their songs, if anybody wants to go back and, and check that out. I was nervous as hell, but it actually went really well. We, we sat back outside at the front there and, and had a beer, had a chat, uh, got them to relax and open up a little bit, got some funny, got a funny story out of them or a couple of funny stories out of them. So I was, I, I classed that as just 100% win. And then they gave my, my wife and myself, they, they, they sort of gave us the hookup and we got to the Northwest Fest that, that evening. And um, yeah, they, they took us backstage and, 
took us out the back and met some of the other bands and and um yeah let us drink their beer and everything so we're drinking the rider and hanging out and, and watch some um what's the bliss and esso from sort of back back of stage which in hindsight i wouldn't do again because it's much more energy and fun out the front watching the band because they're playing to the front of the crowd not not the people standing behind them but it was a different perspective and it was cool to go out the back and meet everyone and hang out and have some free beers so that was a really cool uh, experience and yeah i've i've made uh, i've reached out to a few of the artists already on the northwest fest lineup this year i might need to be a little bit more creative in how i try and get hold of them it's hard to um you, you don't know exactly the channels to go through to get hold of people and you think that they probably have people reaching out to them all the time um so your message possibly just gets lost in the in the whirlpool of, of other people reaching out and trying to get hold of these guys. But um, we've got Amy Shark at the top of the list. I doubt she's going to get back to me, man. She's quite big nowadays. She's, she's actually quite huge. And she's sort of on the you know, a continuous tour and on the upswing and she's all over the country and all over the world playing big gigs and meeting famous people. And I'm sure she's quite busy, probably doesn't even run her own social media. Um, but maybe, maybe she does. But um, we've got Baker Boy who I definitely got hold of, and I'm, that's the one I'm really keen on on trying to get uh, an interview with, with. I think that that would be a perfect fit for not only myself and the podcast, but just for this town. I think Baker Boy's going to have a, uh, a pretty big following here in town. He's a young Aboriginal fellow from um, – young indigenous fellow from Arnhem Land. He's called, he calls himself the, fresh, the new Fresh Prince of Arnhem Land, which is awesome. Uh, he's got a couple of well, – sort of a bunch of great tracks. He's been working hard, doing gigs everywhere. Um, working on his craft, building up his his profile, and um, yeah, he's a good rapper. He's got he's a dancer as well. He's got great beats. He sings in lang in you know some of his language like uh, local language as well as as in uh, English. Mixes it in into his rhymes, and just a really sounds like a cool, down to earth, uh, energetic young cat. So I'd be pretty stoked to get Baker Boy on and have a yarn and see if we can't gel and, and make some uh, some magic. And also got hold of Red Hook. Red Hook, uh, they're like a sort of punk, indie, electro, out there kind of band you hear. They've got a couple of songs playing on Triple J at the moment as well. And I've been following on um, Instagram for a while now. So I actually think they liked one of my posts and then I – because I must have tagged something that they um, that they follow, one of the, the hashtags that they follow. And then, yeah, sort of I went back and, f- and f- followed them and I've been following their Instagram for a few months now. So I've jumped on and hit them up also. And um, we'll just see, man. We'll see if someone someone gets back to us and um, if I can tee up another interview with one of the bands before Northwest Fest, that would be a big uh, a feather in the cap and like a bit of a milestone and, and also could be a little bit of a, a, a tradition like a start-up there where getting an artist from, from the Northwest Fest to come and have a chat each, each year, I'd be pretty – pretty stoked to get that happening and um yeah the more of these i do the more practice i get and i think that i'll be a bit more comfortable and a bit more well prepared for it this year as i've done a few interviews since since then that like i said that was my first interview uh ever and um yeah i'll be pretty excited to get that to get that happening man so we'll see what happens with that but obviously that's over at the civic center again as well like everything else in town is these days and um what's the bloody date on that i don't even um Taking notice of the date. Let me tw- jump on the old socials. Oh, I just lost it. Um, Northwest Fest. Going on the Average Man po- podcast page here. This is great. Um, airplay, isn't it? 
me on my phone searching for something. Northwest Fest, twenty fourth to twenty fifth of August, not 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 July, August. So that's cool. Twenty fourth, twenty fifth of July. So we got two months. Yeah, just over two months for that. So let's see what let's see what bloody happens, mate. And um, pretty stoked about that. And there's also going to be local artists playing too, who we don't know who who the local artists are going to be yet. Uh, I would assume, and I'm hoping that um, our friend Bella Blakemore gets um, gets the call up again for, for to as to open up. She she opened up last year um, for Northwest Fest, which I think was a pretty big deal for her in town. Also, because Emma Louise played last year, who I think she's quite a big fan of, and um, is a, a, a definitely an inspiration to her. She also opened up for the Waifs last Thursday night. We had that's another thing we had in town recently. We had the Waifs play at Dan Hart, uh, Matt Dan. Uh, theatre last Thursday night, dropped the missus off there with a friend of hers and Bella opened up for her, which is another, that's a really good fit as well. That style of music goes well with what Bella does. And I heard from a lot of people around town, not just my wife, that Bella was really good. And uh, I think the sound in that spot, in that place was was pretty mint by, the, by what Bella said to me also. So I've been meaning to hit up Bella for a little while and I have now. Um, I've basically hit her up and said, hey, you know, you Got a lot of work on around town at the moment. Do you want to come on the podcast and have a bit of a chat? So she's keen to do that. I'll tee that up in the in the coming weeks, um, as well as the interview with um, Ibs and Kate from Ironworks. So we'll just filter through those and see when uh, when I can make those work. But definitely before the Northwest Fest, and especially if she's going to get um, named as one of the local artists, we'll get Bella on here and have a bit of a chat about, you know, how busy she's been over the past 12 months since, since – um, you know, moving to town not long before that. I think she's been in town for about 18 months and she's been pretty busy, you know, playing a lot of local gigs and getting support acts and things like that, um, support act gigs uh, in the time that she's been here. So, yeah, I'll get her on to chat about that. She's also got a um, a uh, clothing line that she sells and I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. It's one of the boho clothing lines. I'll get the name of that as well. And she can come and speak all about that on the podcast anyway and promote both of her um her music and her and her business when she when she comes on and has a yarn. So look forward to that one. Um I'm also looking to get so when I had that meeting with um Natasha from Telling Designs on um Saturday, she told me about a couple of other interesting people in town. Um a lady that's doing sort of art based therapy and it was sort of like a life coach type of um, mentoring role and she's helping her set up the business and and um, uh, helping her set up the business and and uh, marketing for, for that uh, that lady's name is Narelle Kay but she also told me about a, a bloke uh, Warren don't know his last name funny my first name's Warren too if you didn't know that true story Warren David Robinson and maybe I won't tell Warren this, but I fucking hate the name Warren. So here's a little story for you. My parents had a baby, 1983, September the 6th, 1983. What a great day. My parents had a little baby. Tiny little baby comes out. He was cute as could be. He was only a little fella and a little baby came out and his mum held me in, held baby in their arms Dad looking over the shoulder, proud moment. They saw this cute little baby. Eyes aren't even open yet. They said, what should we call this cute little baby? And either mum or dad, not sure which one, one of them looked at the other and said, I think we'll call this little baby, 
fucking Warren. Who calls a baby Warren? So they called me Warren. They bring me home from the hospital a day or two later, whatever. I don't know how things worked in the 80s. Bring me home a couple of days later. Introduce me to the rest of the mob. Hey, kids, here's the cute little baby brother we were telling you all about. What did you name him? Oh, we named him Warren. Does he look like a Warren? No, he fucking doesn't look like a Warren. No babies look like a Warren. Why'd you call me Warren, Mum and Dad? Luckily, the only good thing my brothers ever did for me, besides picking on me, they used to hog tie me, throw me over the back fence in the weeds, lock me out when they were babysitting me at night in the dark because I was scared of the dark. They used to hang me from my jocks by the coat hanger at the front door. They used to, uh, used to, my oldest brother used to draw me pictures in exchange for my pocket money, which I thought was a good deal somehow. All sorts of horrible shit my older brothers did to me. I was a little bit too young to get beaten up by them, so that was a bonus, but I did get harassed. But they refused to call me Warren from day one. They said, Mum, Dad, that is a shit name. They wouldn't have said that, but we would have got flogged if they said that. Something to that effect, Mum and Dad, we don't like the name Warren. What's his middle name? His middle name's David. David, bang, that's what we're going to call him. Warren was never used. I'm not sure how long my parents persisted with that name if they tried to push it over the next few weeks and lost to some sort of battle between the siblings or the offspring and the and the parents. I was too young. I don't really remember. I was two days old. Somewhere in those first couple of weeks, the name David is what I was deemed to be called. Warren got thrown out except on my birth certificate, my license, my bank accounts, every bloody piece of paperwork I do that's official. I have to write Warren David on there. But I never got called Warren. And then when I was old enough to decide, I decided that I didn't like David either and and Dave would do me fine. Thank you very much. But every time I go to school, start a new school term, a new school year, every single time they go call and roll for class, Warren, Warren Robinson here, and all the mates would laugh, ah, Warren. I'd say, it's not Warren, miss or mister, it's Dave. Uh, Okay, change that. Every time I call up for a bank, uh, I go to sign for a post, uh, a package at the post office or open a bank account or do an insurance form or something. It's always, yeah, my name's Warren, but I don't use Warren. I use my middle name. It's sort of very confusing. Sometimes I don't realize if I've signed up for something as Dave or as Warren. So I say, hey, my name's Dave Robinson. They say, we don't have any Dave Robinson on here. I say, check for Warren. Oh, Warren, there you go. We have him. Who are you? Why do you have an alias? Anyway, long drawn out story. This guy's name is also Warren, and he's got a little business called Pilbara Adventure Riders. He runs the the uh, the was it the Indy Five Hundred, Indy Five Thousand? I don't know. One of those one of those numbers. Give or take a zero on the end. Out at um, Indy Station every year, so he obviously rides dirt bikes. And every year goes on a bit of well, I don't know if it's every year, but last year and this year goes on a bit of a, an off road adventure. And they are uh, currently, I think, they were in. They were in Alice Springs recently, but somewhere up in the top end, him and two other two other blokes, I think, cruising around, filming things, and doing a bit of a blog as well. Uh, so you can follow that, I think, on uh, – I have not I haven't started following him yet. I only just learned about the guy. But I will figure out some details. I will get hold of him, and I will see if he wants to have a yarn when he gets back from his adventure back to the Pilbara. So that could be another cool one to, um, to hook up and look out for. So – Well, not quite sure what happened there. I had a little bit of a 
my, my computer screen turned off and I freaked out because last time the, the screensaver came on, it stopped recording. So I was looked down and I saw the, oh, the computer's off. How long have I been talking to the microphone with no one without the microphone recording for? Went back, had a little bit of a listen. Turns out I didn't miss anything. So if you're listening to this now, there's a little bit of a falter and I sound like um, I saw a ghost. That was all that happened. But I'm back on. So, yeah, Warren from the Pilbara Adventure Riders. We'll try and get him on and see if he wants to come and have a bit of a yarn with me. So, yeah, <sighs> whole lot of things going on in town. If I'm speaking too fast, it's because, one, I went to the gym after work and I've had a pre-workout, so I'm p- p- pumped. But, two, I'm trying to get through as much content as I can before the car rolls up with the in-laws and my daughter in it and the dogs start barking and, all hell breaks loose at my house here. The very, very rare moments of peace around this place. And as soon as I'm home alone, I'm like, do I go out and do some work in the yard or do I sit down and pump out a quick podcast? So forgive me. I'll try and slow my roll a little bit. I heard myself when I was listening back to that last segment there and I was speaking approximately 232 kilometres an hour. So anyway, I think that's a little bit enough about what's going on around town uh, anything else coming up? I've got my boy's birthday next month. I've got a mate of mine um, down in Perth at the moment who's kindly gone and picked up a second-hand PlayStation 3 for us for that for my, for my boy's birthday. I'm pretty pumped about that. He's been getting into video games lately, but we haven't got anything decent. I've got some piece of shit old console we got off on eBay for 30 bucks. that plays like games from the 80s, which I just can't deal with. He can't. He's not old enough to play. The, the games on his own. I've got to get him into games, get him out of games, show him how to use the, the controller and everything like that. And I can't sit there and play Mortal Kombat 1 with freaking you can't even make out the faces and the names and shit because the, the pixelating and the graphics are so bad on it. And his iPad games are obviously just little shitty one-player free things you get on off Apple, off iTunes. So I thought, you know what, I'll get the dude uh, a PlayStation 3 get him one with Guitar Hero and the microphones and a little guitar and we can set that up and, you know, some other racing games and shit like that and I can actually sit there and play um, PlayStation with my boy and my daughter when she's old enough. She'll probably be old enough for Guitar Hero to have a little bit of a play around anyway, um, singing and stuff, and we'll play it on Sunday mornings and I can actually um, deal with the with the the quality of the video game. So that's something that's we're getting sorted out for my little my little man. Going to have his party down at the uh, yacht club. Got all the kids from school and shit. Going to get all the invites sorted this week. So looking forward to that. The wife that came out right now with my mother-in-law, so I dare say they're going to come home with the, like invites and bits and pieces for decoration and a thousand ideas and things like that for the, for the party. This is what happens when you set the women loose in the shops, man. But anyway, it's good. It keeps them happy. So... That's coming up, and um, yeah, I've been trying to be another thing uh, that I've been doing lately is been trying to be a little bit more playful with my Average Man Podcast Instagram account. So start to do some little skits on there and just have a bit of a, a play around with it, which is sort of inspired by, which is inspired by Gary V. Um, not that he does skits on his, but just the the whole uh, act of the whole idea of being being really productive and putting yourself out there on social media not worrying about what people think and if people are going a lot going to like it but just doing what you feel like doing uh being yeah being yourself and and just providing content being consistent and not overthinking things so that's where i'm trying to head with my social media account and be yeah more more productive more consistent and and have a bit more fun play around with it hopefully get an account that's fun for people to follow and have a laugh 
at my expense or at someone else's expense, probably mine. Um, so that's going down on my Instagram account. Um, yeah, and if you if you do follow my Instagram account and you see something that you think is interesting or funny, you know, you can at your other friends on there and try and get other people to um, follow along and, and want to build up my build up my supporters on there, get those numbers up. Um, we had the big UFC last weekend, uh, which was there was two title fights on that. Henry Cejudo for Marlon Moraes for the bant for the vacant bantamweight title. So he is now joined the exclusive club of Champ Champ, and he's actually they've actually been calling this dude Champ 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 because he's um, flyweight champion, bantamweight champion, and he won a gold medal at the Olympics. So he's the first gold medalist, Olympic gold medalist, to win a belt in the in the UFC, and now he's won two belts. So this dude is a pretty impressive combat sports athlete. But to be honest, I just can't get down with him. I'm not sure what it is about the guy that annoys me, but I can't get behind him. He's a great fighter. He really is. But there's just something about him that's a bit douchey. And I, I was a little bit disappointed to see him win, to be honest. And and I don't like – I'm not a hater. I never just I never hate on people who are doing better than me in life, who are just accomplishing things and working hard. That's not my style. But there's something about this dude – I can't get down with man, but uh, you have to give it up to him. He, he, he's a brilliant athlete, so it's amazing what he's done, and um, he's a he's the champ, champ, and a gold medalist as well. So, and there's only you know Conor McGregor was the first champ, champ back in 2016. Then DC, Daniel Cormier was the second. He was light heavy and heavyweight. Then Amanda Nunez won a belt in bantamweight and flyweight in the women's division. So there's three there, and then uh, Henry Cejudo is the fourth champ, champ. To ever do it, so it is impressive, man. And the way he he won both of his um, titles as were good, hard fought wins. So he, he's the real deal. He's legitimate, but yeah, something about the dude is just a bit douchey. Um, the the female flyweights fought also. It was a title fight. Um, Shevchenko defended her belt by head brutal head kick knockout of Jessica I in the second round. Go watch that one if you can get hold of it. She's uh, she's a master at striking. She she set her up with some uh, low kicks, low kicks, hard rib kick, hard rib kick, and then on the third one, Jessica I thought and reacted to the rib kick coming again because they were baseball bats thwacking into her ribs. So she reacted and dropped the arm down to protect the ribs. The kick went high, boom, shin to chin, and she was out like a frigging statue, man. Brutal, brutal knockout. That was awesome. And then uh, also the co-main event was sort of the the hardcore fans' main event, really. It was um, Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus uh, Tony uh, El Kuki uh, Ferguson, um, great, great lightweight matchup. These guys are at the very top of the division. Tony really should have a belt already, or should be fighting for the belt already. Except he's had some injuries and a uh, series of unfortunate events that has kept him out of title, out of the title contention. He's he's he did he was an interim title holder, never lost that belt, but just lost it due to injury, and has never fought for the undisputed belt. But that's going to change very soon. He's one of the best, if not the best, lightweight on the planet. Um, so him versus Cowboy was a – Cowboy's a fan favorite. He's got the most octagon time, most octagon wins. This is UFC, so most UFC wins, most UFC time in the octagon, most finish bonuses, most, I think, 
submission finishes. He's got a bunch of bunch of records. Massive fan favorite. He only fought a month prior to this. He does that. He takes last minute fights all the time. Always puts on exciting fights. Doesn't always win. Usually does. Uh, he was on a uh, a win streak uh, since having his son. He was you know, three or four in a row undefeated against all top competition. And it was a great first round. Second round, uh, Ferguson started to take away a little bit and bust him up and then busted his eye up pretty good. And in between the second and third round, we never know what was going to happen in the third round, even though it looked like Tony was starting to break away a little bit. Cowboy blew his nose because it was obviously bothering him. And uh, his eye that was had a big uh, had a big bruise underneath it swelled up like a balloon fully closed i've done this before when i had a busted up eye you blow the nose all the air pushes pushes itself up into the eye the the blood and the meat around the eye socket and completely closed his eye socket couldn't open it even half a you know even half a centimeter to to show that he could see out of that eye so they called the fight off Probably for the best for him, he was kind of getting busted up a little bit in that second round. You know, once someone's got that much damage on their face, they probably don't need to keep getting punched in it for another five minutes. But, you know, it was a good fight, and maybe they can run that one back again. But, yeah, shout-out to Cowboy and Ferguson. Great fight. Unfortunate way to finish, but um, pretty some pretty funny memes and pictures and, and pretty funny interview with Cowboy after the fight as well about that. He got punched late in the nose between that at the end of that second round, quite late. A lot of people were booing and waiting for him to use that as an excuse, you know, for why the fight got stopped, but just didn't. He just said, look, that late punch was just whatever. It had nothing to do with the stoppage. I blew my nose, blew my eye up, shouldn't have done it. Don't worry about it. It's nothing to do with it. So he, he took the loss like a like a champ, like a good sport. So shout out to the Cowboy. Um, look, that's about all I've got to say this week. 40, 40 minutes. Keep it short and sweet. Uh, yeah, I've got a few things in the pipeline, like I said, some interviews. I've got hold of some people from the Northwest Fest. Uh, I've got some a design. Uh, yeah, I've got Natasha from Just Telling Designs who uh, I think we're going to, I think, get, get into business with and get a logo made up and, and um, help and some help with marketing and, and launching my brand a little bit better. I've got the good dude from Pilbara Adventure Riders. I've got Ibs and Kate from uh, Ironworks. So, look, there's things happening, plenty of things going on in town still. I just need to stay consistent and keep getting better at what I do. I hope you guys are enjoying this. I say this every damn week. Um, please like and share these episodes when I drop them. Um, yeah, help. let's help get more listeners, more earballs onto the onto the podcast. And, um. Yeah, hope I can keep growing it. Everyone, thanks for your time. Thanks heaps for for um for listening. People that do listen, I know I've got uh, a bunch of loyal listeners who listen to every episode every single week. So um I know who most of you guys are as well. Um shout out to you and um thanks for the for your time, eh? And uh, that is Average Man Podcast number for thirty nine White House Road over and out.